Good morning, Living Waters. This is Pastor Rob here, and uh, we are on the podcast trying to connect you to the church and help the church feel smaller here at Living Waters Fellowship. And I'm on with... Tyler York. Tyler York this morning. And uh, yeah, so we're excited to have Tyler on. Tyler, um, why don't you... I mean, we work in youth group together, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I... Did you start coming when when we were at the theater? Is that when you started coming? No, I actually, I think it was probably one of the first weeks we were in the new building because when my wife and I, when we were looking for churches, it was taking us to Riverwood. Oh, okay. So then all of a sudden we drive by and we're like, oh, there's a Living Waters Fellowship right there. And we're driving by. It's like, there's a lot of people going in there. And then we pull into Riverwoods and we're like, I think they must have moved. So then we walk in, and all of a sudden, hey, we're here. Hey, all right, yes. And, uh, yeah, so you've been here now a couple years? Yeah, about two, two and a half, and it'll be three in August. All right, two and a half years here at Living Waters, and uh, you're helping out with uh, the students in student ministry, and we'd love to to have you here. And we'll talk a little bit more about uh, that here in a little bit. But I did want to talk about kind of uh, cold weather fun. I mean, we've got a lot of cold weather, snow, freezing, uh, freezing uh, weather that's that uh, we've been dealing with now for a little bit. And so what what do you do in the York household uh, with all of this cold weather? Well, we typically stay put for the most part. Um, so me and my wife have a one year old daughter, Lydia. And so it's pretty much Aaron will take care of Lydia during the day while I take care of blowing the snow. <laughs> and so these past few days, it's been exceptionally cold, but I've been making sure to get over to uh, take care of my neighbors. Um, I have a neighbor just down the road that's just her, and she was pretty much snowed in. I went over to see how high the drifts were, and I'm about six foot tall, and it was probably about a few inches shorter than, or a few inches down from my shoulder oh, so wow. i mean it's probably the way we're all kind of tighten it it's new construction and so it was the drifts were up there it was pretty insane yeah it's kind of cool i mean we uh we went through and had a a not a white christmas i think and now now here we here we go and uh we're enjoying the snow and the cold weather and uh, I don't know about enjoying. Okay, but some we have people the snow. Some people love this and some mm-hmm. people are like dreading it when when the snow comes. Absolutely. And so you're in the you're in the boat where you kind of dread. I'm 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 mixed. Like okay. I can, I'll get out there, love my neighbor, by snow blowing because you know some of them just all they have is a shovel. I'm like you know I'll come over with my snowblower and get it all taken care of. I think the other day I did three driveways, and it only took me about 20, 25 minutes to do. Oh, that's nice, so yeah. it's not too bad. That's a great way to meet your neighbors, too. Mm-hmm. Get out and yeah. blow their driveway and their sidewalks. Yep. And yeah, that's great. Uh, okay, so you've been in student ministry here at Living Waters for a couple of years. You were in student ministries somewhere else uh, prior to that a, l- a while back when you were maybe in college or shortly thereafter. Yeah, so youth ministry has been kind of a big part of my life. Um, so I had, so prior to this, Aaron and I attended Cottage Grove and I was there for a year. Aaron was there for, I want to say about six years. And so I was there for a year being able to help out with the youth ministry. And then prior to that, 
I was at West Kirk Presbyterian in Urbandale for, I would say, roughly about six years. And five of those six years, I was helping in uh, student ministry. Okay, yeah. And so you have you probably have some student ministry stories, oh, things yeah. that have happened with uh, with students in the youth group. Uh, I don't know if you've got any cold weather stories or snow stories that, that go along with students or what 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 do you have share with us uh one or two stories so probably one of my favorite ones it's a it's a summertime one we took a bunch of high schoolers out to estes park we were staying at the ymca of the rockies and we had this one kid who is on the spectrum and so typically when you're instructing him you have to be very specific like to a t like Mm -hmm. what you need to have him do and so during the morning of this conference you know we have our initial you know big group and then we have class and then it's free time well this kid he absolutely loved gaga ball and in colorado instead of like what we have here where it would be on the concrete they have white gravel okay and so he played i kid you not gaga ball for two and a half to three hours straight just has the most energy Hmm. and so i gather up the troops i said come on we got to go back we got to grab our bibles it's almost time for dinner and then uh evening large group and so we get back to our room and he starts just packing up his stuff and he is in like and one gear that is all like black and blue but because of the gravel every he had just so much dust on him Mm. from this gravel yeah and i said buddy you need to go shower and he goes well why i said well first off you're covered in dust and two you're a teenage boy and you stink (laughs) as does every teenage boy on those types of trips yeah and so i said i'm gonna go get some stuff uh from our van and i'll be back in 10 minutes and we'll head over to dinner So I go, I do what I need to do, grab stuff from the van, and all of a sudden I walk back up, and I see him putting the exact same clothes on. He had wet hair. I said, dude, I told you to shower and get ready. Like, you need to put on fresh clothes. He goes, well, I I don't think they smell that bad. And I'm just sitting here thinking, pick and choose your battles, Tyler. This is not the hill to die on. Nope. Nope. So I had to sit next to him. Even right after he showered, he still stunk because he decided to put the exact same uh, clothes on. I was just like, "This is this is just wild," you know. Youth kids, there, you got to be specific at times, and if not, you'll smell it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. Some uh, some smelly kids. I can think of it was it was probably a couple winters ago um for us we took a group of teens high school teens to sub zero and it was during uh right after a major snowstorm um and we had to make it up to hidden acres so uh i went and renee white went with me and uh and then we had uh, a bunch of teens with us and so we took it really slow on the way up there, and the, the teens had a blast and, and all of the stuff, but they didn't really play out in the snow that much. And so we decided on the way back that what we would do is we would stop at Walmart, and we would get, 
like some sheets of plastic and then we would go to and find some hills and then just like sled down sled down some hills with these sheets of plastic that's fun it was fun and actually it, it turned into a uh, great like side event on the way home and uh between that and the stop at walmart both were pretty memorable um and uh we had a really good time that was one one thing in the snow and the other one was i think it was my first year as uh the youth guy and we did an overnighter and we had all of the students get into get into the vans and we were getting one portion of the meal at all of these fast food restaurants so Mm -hmm. we go to mcdonald's and maybe get the burger we go to burger king maybe get like fries and you know so on well we're at one of them and they all jump out you know they're doing a uh chinese fire drill and they're all running Mm -hmm. around you know the vans and uh my oldest he picks up what he thought was a snowball and uh and and chucks it at, oh yeah oh yeah at at uh avery anderson and avery she gets clocked in the head and uh you know she she i don't think she even cried but i i went up because the snowball didn't break like a snowball should mm-hmm. right and i went up and i'm like that's not a snowball like that was a chunk of hard ice you know yeah ice or clump yeah. that you know had been plowed and then you know whatever and uh, so anyway, um, that was, that was two of my snow stories with, uh, with the teens and, uh, yeah, you just never know what's going to happen on, uh, with the teens and with the cold weather and with the snow. So. Yeah. You can always rely on youth group for some form of injury. It seems like yes. there's always something wild. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. You being an insurance guy, you know, oh, yeah. there's, uh, there, there's always some injury waiting, oh, waiting yeah. to happen. Always. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so Tyler, uh, why don't you share just uh, maybe maybe a ten minute version of your story? Um, you know how you came to know Christ as your Savior, and and uh, you know just ultimately how God brought you to Living Waters. Yeah, so I was uh, not born in a Christian household. I was born in a hospital first and foremost, <laughs> but I was raised in a Christian house. Nice. Um, when I was very young. We went to First Federated Church back when they were in the Franklin building that was also uh, Des Moines Christian. Well, I got saved at a pretty young age. I would say about five. I remember it was the old school colored gospel tracks. Okay. And I remember just something clicked that it was like, okay, you know, all these colors kind of made sense to me. And it's like, okay, I'm a sinner in need of a savior. And you know, I talked to uh, the teacher or whoever was leading Sunday school and, you know, just kind of led me through the prayer and uh, whatnot. <clears throat> and, you know, it was from there on, it was, you know, I I just love the church. I love the Bible. I love God's people. Um, and, you know, it was just pretty smooth sailing for the first few years. It felt like just because, you know, you're a kid, you don't know really what's going on in the world um and it wasn't really until i was about 10 11 years old that probably i would argue one of my biggest trials you know when i was really young so my grandmother um she had had multiple injuries she had fallen off the counter uh, because she was up on the counter um kind of adjusting kind of her decor because you know if you look at some houses on the top of the cabinets, people will put their decor. Yep. My yep. grandmother does that. Yep. 
you know, it was, you know, spring, summer, fall, winter. She was always adjusting it. Well, she slipped and fell about four feet. And I mean, it, it knocked her pretty hard. Um, it was the same type of break in her, in her neck that I can't remember the name. It was one of the Superman that was paralyzed. I can't remember which actor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, If he's not coming to me, it'll come to me by the end of the podcast. Yeah. And well, it was the same type of break that left Superman paralyzed. Mm -hmm. And it was an absolute miracle by the grace of God that she was able to walk again. That doctor, he talked to my dad and was like, you know, I don't believe in miracles. I don't believe in, you know, supernatural things. And it wasn't until he experienced this with my grandmother that he said, you know, I believe in miracles now because of what your, what your, your grandmother's recovery. And so my grandma, Oh, Christopher Reeves, that's who it is. Yep. Christopher Reeves. Yes. And so it was the same type of break that he had in his neck. Um, well, my grandmother, praise God, made a full recovery. Um, but you know, she was still a little bit off because, you know, you got such severe head trauma and neck trauma that, you know, you can try and come back as much as you can. Um, my grandmother had been, had battled cancer prior to the fall. And then after she had, uh, after her fall, her cancer had come back. And so she was battling cancer. Um, and then, there was one night when we were attending Valley Church, because I attended Valley Church from fourth grade to when I graduated high school. I remember coming out of youth group on Wednesday night, and my mother said, hey, boys, I want you to know uh, Grandma had a seizure, and they're not gonna, she, they're thinking she's not going to make it. And so, like, we spent a lot of time, or as much time as we could, uh, with our grandparents, just because there's a special relationship between a grandchild and a grandparent. And, you know, it kind of just rocked me to my core, you know, okay, well, this is going to be my first like true experience with a loss of a loved one. And, you know, instead of me thinking, well, I'm a victim, you know, God's the bad guy, you know, my grandmother has cancer now she had a seizure and, you know, instead of playing the victim, what I did is I went into my closet, I had this nice little walk-in closet and I just kind of got down on my knees and I just kind of opened up the word of God. And, you know, I opened up and it, it just brought me comfort. Um, and you know, brought me comfort in, you know, my grandmother's situation Mm -hmm. because my grandmother was, was a believer. Um, she ended up passing away in January of, I want to say 2007 or 2008, I believe. Um, And so that kind of really pushed me into, you know, solidifying that, you know, my faith is real, you know, God is real, you know, and it just kind of pushed me in there. And, you know, I want to learn about what God says. I want to learn, you know, how to love your neighbor as yourself. I want to learn everything in the Bible. And so going through high school, I was like, okay, how do I honor God? How do I honor God with my life? And I would continually, I was going to, uh, Bible studies. I was going to, uh, prayer groups, um, you know, at church or at church and at our school, our church or our school. I went to Valley high school 
go Tigers. That one's for you, Einerson. Um, <laughs> it was we did we had a pretty good Bible study going and a pretty good prayer group that would meet twice a week, and you know, go through high school, graduate. I go to Dort College now, Dort University up in Northwest Iowa, and then transferred to Liberty University online. Um, hey, yeah, go Flames! That's right, and defenders. <laughs> um, and you know, when I was here, I was kind of pouring into ministry and, you know, working full time and, you know, ministry has its ups and downs. There's always, there's always something going on. Um, you know, ministry has never been something that's, it's always going to be a good, good time. You know, there's, you get to see the highest of the highs with, you know, children being born, you seeing covenants being made between two believers, um, with with their marriage but then you also get the very lowest of lows where you know you're you can be counseling someone who's going through a rough addiction or you're you know having to lead a funeral like you got you got highs and lows in ministry um in post-college i went to west creek presbyterian like i said and i was pretty much involved in everything um it was there would be some days where I was headed up security. There, w- I was running the sound booth. I was ushering, um, teaching Sunday school. What else? Doing youth group, both on Wednesdays and Sunday nights, because we split up our junior high and high schoolers. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, ministry kept me really busy. And, you know, I just kind of loved being there, being there for the church, you know, spending I didn't want to waste my singleness um, with just me saying, oh, well, I, w- I want to be married with kids right now. Well, you know, you look at Paul, you know, he was single and he was very effective in ministry. Right. Abs- absolutely. And, you know, okay, well, I'll take the time to study because, you know, there's things that I could do as a single person that was great for ministry at that time that I can't do now as a married man with a child. Mm -hmm. And so fast forward, I met my wife, Erin. We met online, uh, Facebook dating. Erin doesn't recommend it. I recommend it. Facebook dating. Yes. Facebook dating. What? Hold on. How did this work? So like, were you just like perusing? I, they had made an announcement. I don't know how long before they actually launched it. They're like, we're going to start a dating service on Facebook. And Aaron and I matched on the the first week that it came out. Okay. And we had talked, and it was the middle of uh, conference week for her. So if you know your teachers, conference week is about as crazy as it can get for yeah. a teacher. Yeah. And so we're messaging back and forth, and then all of a sudden I don't hear from her for two days. Because it's conference Because it's conference But week. you don't know that. And she... I was like, okay, well, maybe she's just busy. And my old man would always say, you know, when you're trying to talk to a woman, it's just a lot like fishing. <laughs> you just you just kind of cast it out there. If they if they grab a hold of it, take it in. <laughs> so okay. Aaron hadn't replied to me for like two days. So I was like, okay, I'm going to cast it out and be like, hey, hope you're having a great week. Left it out there. And yeah. she's like, oh, sorry, it was conference week, so I didn't have a whole lot of time to, you know, <clears throat> yep. uh, reply. Good thing you casted it out. Yeah, yeah. And so I think it was probably the next week 
we were still talking and it was over the Facebook app. She just goes, hope this isn't too direct. Here's my phone number. And we set, set a date. And then our first date was at a Mexican place in West Des Moines. And we sat and we talked for about four and a half hours. And so then, you know, we started dating and then COVID hit good old COVID. You're like, okay, well, typically there's not a lot of people that are like, how do you date during COVID? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Like, okay, we got a social distance. Do we have to social distance? Are we in each other's like close circle or whatnot? So we dated for, I don't know, nine months, uh, got engaged. Then we got married, uh, March 20th of 2021. Uh, we had to have a COVID wedding. So we only had 50 people. Wow. Um, and so then we had a one year anniversary where we, you know, all the COVID restrictions were lifted. So we had a bunch of people over or we rented out a place, had a bunch of people come and partied it up, uh, because essentially 50 people was wedding party family and maybe like a handful of friends that were outside of the wedding party. So, and then, you know, we had our daughter, Lydia, uh, December 26th of 2022. So Christmas last year was very eventful, not this recent year, but the year prior. So, um, and the Lord just kind of been working and molding both Aaron and I in our marriage, um, through just different things. Cause you know, it's in premarital, they say, you know, you got your rough edges and you're going to, you're going to have these growing pains essentially in marriage. Yeah. And that, you know, that tends to happen the most within the first few years of marriage, you really find out, okay, how do you live with someone? Yeah. You put two centers in the same room in the same house. Like, let's see how well, uh, they can reconcile yeah. and, you know, show the love of Jesus towards each other. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Uh, it reminds me of that book when sinners say I do, mm-hmm. you know, where he says, uh, he says that, you know, I'm the worst, I'm the worst sinner I know. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when you're, you see your sin first and you see it as worse than your spouse's and yeah, marriage is very sanctifying, sanctifying, is, you know, very much. so, uh, so yeah, that's really cool. So you guys land then at Living Waters together after you've been at mm-hmm. uh, Cottage Grove, so you land at Living Waters and mm-hmm. wasn't long after you, I came up, but I'm like, are you going to you help, you going to help out with youth, youth ministry? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I said, give me a little while so that way I can kind of, we got, cause I think when you asked me, I told you, okay, well I'll do it next year. Cause I think you came up to me probably in the fall and because i was like i know we're gonna like start trying to have a kid here pretty mm-hmm. soon and I, we just bought a house so we were moving and i was like okay we gotta i want to get membership here i was like we just got a lot of stuff that we got to get going but i was like you know it's it's on my list to get into youth men and then you know the we took the membership class and filled out the form and when they when you fill out a form they're like, okay, what ministries are you involved in? I said youth men. And then I put, I was like, oh, you know, maybe sports ministry. Cause I had done, I'd helped with upward sports when I was in high school. And I submitted the membership packet that night. And I woke up in the morning to a church center notification. You've been added to sports ministry team. <laughs> and then a day later, you have an upcoming event, sports ministry meeting this Tuesday at the Daggett's. <laughs> I'm like, 
Okay. Well, it looks like I'm in sports ministry. Yep. So that's that's how it works at Living Waters. Yep. Here you go. <laughs> you're in. You're you're a member. Now you're serving. Here you go. Absolutely. Uh, so that's really good. That's a really good story. So number one, uh, yeah, put your faith in Jesus if you haven't. And uh, number two, Facebook isn't a bad place to look for your wife. I guess. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Aaron might say different. I guess she but, does. But. <laughs> I'm like, you got a ring out of it, so that's right. Can't, can't be all that bad. A ring and a baby. A, r- a ring and a baby and a Tyler. So yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's good. Uh, well, that's a that's a really cool story, and I know you've got way more going on. I know you um, you you have a fun group that you meet with with some of your college friends, right? Um, you guys- they were so some of them so. Well, daycare kind of threw a wrench into it, uh, as per usual. Mm. Um, so we, I used to meet with a group of guys every Tuesday morning. So one of them was, they were all in my wedding in some way, shape or form. One was my best man. One was another, a groomsman. And then the second, or one was, uh, an usher. And so the three of them, they're all related. So by because my best man he had multiple sisters so these two others are married in and i'm just kind of like there yeah and so i've known my best man since i think i was 16 we started working we worked together at coldstone and we just i was in his wedding he was in mine um and we talk about anything and everything on a tuesday morning we would like talk about end times and we would assign an end time view to each person to research. Um, and then we'd come back on Tuesday mornings and discuss what we found. Um, or like one year during the Christmas season, we're like, okay, well let's take a look at like classic Christmas hymns. Like look who wrote them, when they were written, the purpose behind it and the scripture to support it. And so we did all that and it was, it's a blast. We went through a book, um, by Rod Dreher. I believe that's how you pronounce his name, uh, Live Not By Lies, which is amazing. Um, it was written in 2020 um, and talks about, you know, government and, you know, their, you know, minor involvement of COVID. Minor, minor involvement. Minor involvement. We won't depending go further. The, yeah, we might get the, the thought police <laughs> right? and knocking at our door. Iowa, we were, we were okay. We were yeah, pretty okay. Yeah, we were pretty okay. Some of those other states, uh, not as much. But uh, okay, so on to on to church life stuff that's coming up here. We got to talk. Uh, we've got a few minutes. Let's talk real quick about the youth event that's coming up uh, January twenty sixth. Yep, we got a lock in. Everyone loves the lock in. It's a lot of Red Bull, a lot of Monster, a lot of coffee for the leaders, and we're just it's playing games. We got we call it mandatory fun time. Yeah. Like we're, I'm gonna be heading up some minute to win it games. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, I will be dressing up as Guy Fieri. Yeah, you are. Um, so that'll be that'll be a blast. I, I may or may not be blonde. Find finding some hairspray to turn me blonde so that way I can spike it up like Guy Fieri. I think you should totally like bleach it and just dye it. I think you should go all in. Yeah, my hair doesn't grow as much as it used to, so <laughs> I don't want to kill it off quite yet. I want to enjoy the last few hairs that I have. Okay. 
<laughs> well, yeah. So we've got it's called uh, Celebrity Night. Celebrity Lock. Celebrity, yes. And so each student is supposed to dress up as a celebrity. The leaders, of course, are dressing up as celebrities. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a red carpet. Uh, B song is bringing in what? Are we, what's it? What's it supposed to be called? A gyro? I don't know. It's supposed to, it, it takes pictures. Uh, it, it does it, like a 360. Yeah. Like you see it on the red carpet with all the celebrities and they like strike a pose as it's going around with the camera. Yes. And there's like lights and whatnot. Yeah. So it looks like a lot of fun. So yeah. I think the students will be able to come in and do that. And then they'll go into uh, the, the sanctuary. We'll, we'll have some high energy stuff going on in there. And then Andrew Bush, who's the uh, student ministry uh, high school guy up at Sailorville is going to come down and, and preach to us. And then after his preaching, we'll get into games in like one hour increments mm-hmm. for the night. Yep. And uh, yeah, you've got a minute to win it. Uh, you know, there's there's other leaders. There will be like a even a food and game time, like we're, when we'll have like a meal. Adam Nordiker has uh, graciously said that he would cook, you know, all the, the uh, burgers up. For the night, and uh, so it, it should be a really fun event. So if you know any student, 6th grade through 12th grade, that would like to attend, it's only $15. Mm-hmm. So you can sign them up on the Church Center app, uh, have them come that night. They'll need to make sure they sign off on the, on the waiver on the waiver form. Uh, we we want to do that. So, uh, so anyway, that should be a really good event. And then, of course, we have the counseling conference that's coming up. Uh, we keep getting more and more people signing up for that. That is uh, on the weekend of the 19th and 20th. And then uh, child dedication is also on uh, January 21st. Yep. Uh, so those are a couple things. And then also off into into February on Wednesday, February 14th. If you're going to have a date night out with your wife, uh, drop your kids off. Drop, drop your kids, kids off, off the church helps. and the uh, student uh, student team that's going on the missions trip is watching kids uh, trying to get donations for you know them uh, them to go on the trip. Yeah, and another thing about the lock-in, we do need some volunteers to help with things like cleanup yes. uh, that morning. As much as I love youth ministry, the pickup I know the students will probably not want to be super excited to do. So any parent who would like to sign up, you can go on Church Center and sign up for that morning shift or if you want to help with the midnight meal. Uh, yeah. Any any adult, you know. Yeah, we won't if, turn you away if you want to help. If you want to help, <laughs> please do. Yeah. There's, I'm going to be needing a lot of coffee. Yes, yes. Okay, so those are our events. Uh, Shout-outs real quick as we close up here. So who's on your mind? Who's on your heart? Who would you like to give a shout-out to uh, this week, Tyler? So... It's all about the memesters. They haven't memesters. had a shout out quite yet. They they help me get through through the day with with some great laughs. Yeah. So. Yeah, and memesters is just a group of guys. It's a lot of guys. Yeah, it's a lot of guys that are on a text thread and they send memes back and forth all day long. Yeah, all day long. And, it's great. Uh, yeah, it, they're they're pretty funny. And then uh, yeah, so yeah, memesters are a great shout out. Any other shout outs? Uh, shout out to all the snow plowers: Devin Miller, Ryan Reeves, Alex Parsons. Jeremy Speck, to name a few. Yeah, uh, you guys have been killing it this week. I'm sure you guys are absolutely exhausted, yep. but you yep. guys are doing a great job, and we definitely appreciate what you're doing. Yeah, thankful for you guys. Well, uh, Church, it's been fun on the podcast this morning. Uh, we uh, thanks for coming in, Tyler. And My pleasure. Yeah, have a good week. We'll see you.